Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Memorei Ram Goldhai, and today we're Zechus Sukkah Daf Mem, the third parak Ulufa Gazel. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara notes that the reason a lulav may be purchased from an Amaretz during Shemitah is because it's a product of the sixth year that entered the seventh, which implies Hadashviz Kadush. That a lulav that is a product of the seventh year has Kadusha Shviz. Now why should this be so? Eitzim ba'amahu, the eitzim ein behemishim Kadusha Shviz. A lulav is mere wood, not produce, and wood has no Kadusha Shviz. The Gemara answers the Pusik states that the produce of the land during Shviz is lachem lachla, for you to eat. Now, for you implies any need, whereas to eat seems to restrict its use to food. Therefore, it must be understood to mean lechem dumi de lachla. The larger uses permitted by lechem must be similar to those of the phrase lachla. This teaches the only uses permitted are mishahanasu biru shava, those whose benefit coincides with the consumption of the produce. Rashi brings the examples of anointing, drinking, and burning oil in a lamp, where the oil or drink are being consumed as they provide benefit. Only such items have Kedusha Shviz. This would exclude wood from Kedusha Shviz, whose benefit comes after its consumption, meaning when it's already reduced to coals. A lulav's typical use as a broom has its benefit and consumption, meaning it gets worn down, at the same time, making it subject to Kedusha Shviz. Point number two is taught on Dafalamites that Kedusha Shviz can attach onto money that was given in payment for Shemitah produce. The Lazar said, Ein Shviz mischalelas eladerach mekach. Shemitah produce cannot be mischalvelis, meaning imparts kedusha to money or produce exchanged for it, except by way of purchase. Rabbi Yochanan said, ben derech mekoch, ben derech It can be imparted both by way of purchase and by way of chilu. Rashi explains that one would say this produce should be muhulalin onto these monies. Belazar's reason is that the Pusik states, Bishnase Yobo Hazos in this Yobo year, and next with the Pusik states, Bikisimchuru Minkar, when you shall make a sell. This teaches that Kedusha Shviz can only be imparted through purchase. Rabbi Yochanan's reason is that the Pasuk states, Ki Yovel He Kodesh, for it is Yovel, it shall be holy. The use of the term Kodesh in connection with Yovel and Shemitah teaches that just as a Kodesh item can be deconsecrated both by way of purchase and by way of Chilul, Av Shviz Ben Bederch Mechol Memkar Ben Bederch Chilul. So to Shemitah produce can impart its Kedusha via purchase or Chilul. And pointing between the grass, what then does Rabbi Yochanan do with the Pasuk, Ki Simchuru Mimkar, when you shall make a sale? And answers that he needs it for the source of the teaching of Yosef Barchanina. For Bryce taught Rabbi Yosef Barchanina said, Bo re kama kasha avakushal shviz. Come and see how harsh is the dust of the prohibition of shviz. For if a man does business with the produce of the Shemitah year, hoping to profit thereby, in the end, poverty will force him to sell his metaltum mekelim. As it stated, In this yovel year, you shall return each to his ancestral heritage. And next to this, the Torah states, When you shall make a sale to your fellow or make a purchase from the hand of your fellow. The words, the hand, implied the Pusik speaks of selling metaltalin, and the juxtaposition of this to the preceding Pusik teaches that one will be compressed to sell these objects because of his failure to observe the halachos of Shemitah. So once again, the three points are, number one, the Gemara notes that the reason a will may be purchased from an Amma Arts during Shemitah is because it is a product of the sixth year that entered the seventh, which implies Hadashviz Kadush, that a Luv that is a product of the seventh year has Kadush Shviz. Now, why should this be so? Alulv is mere wood, not produce, and wood has no Kedusha Shviz. The Gemara answers that the Pusik states that the produce of the land during Shviz is for you to eat. Now, for you implies for any need, whereas to eat seems to restrict its use to food. Therefore, it must be understood to mean 
the larger uses permitted by Lachem must be similar to those of the phrase Lachla. This teaches the only uses permitted are Misha Hanaso Ubiuro Shava, those whose benefit coincides with the consumption of the produce. Russia brings the examples of anointing, drinking, and burning oil in a lamp where the oil or drink are being consumed as they provide benefit. Only such items have Kedusha Shviz. This would exclude wood from Kedusha Shviz, whose benefit comes after its consumption, meaning when it's already reduced to coals. A lulav's typical use as a broom has its benefit and consumption, meaning it gets worn down, at the same time, making it subject to Kedusha Shviz. Point number two is taught on Daf Lamates that Kedusha Shviz can attach onto money that was given in payment for Shemitah produce. Blazer said, Ein Shviz Mishaleles, Shmita produce cannot be mischalelis, meaning in part it's kedusha to money or produce exchange for it, except by way of purchase. Rabbi Yochanan said, It can be imparted both by way of purchase and by way of chilul. Rashi explains that one would say this produce should be mukhulalin onto these monies. Velazar's reason is that the Pusik states, Bashnasa Yobo Hazos, in this Yobo year, and next with the Pusik states, Kisimkru Mimkar, when you shall make a sale. This teaches that Kedusha Shviz can only be imparted through a purchase. Yochan's reason is the Pasuk states, He yobel he kodesh, for it is yobel, it shall be holy. The use of the term kodesh in connection with yobel and Shemitah teaches that just as a kodesh item can be deconsecrated both by way of purchase and by way of chilul, av shviz ben bederch mechoch memkar ben bederch So to Shemitah products can impart its Kedusha via purchase or chilul. And pointing with you, the Gorn asks, what then does Rabbi Yochanan do with the Pasuk, Mimkar, when you shall make a sale, and answers that he needs it for the source of the teaching of Yossi Bar Hanina, for a Brisa taught, Yossi Bar Hanina said, Bo re kama kasha avaka shal shviz. Come and see how harsh is the dust of the prohibition of shviz. For if a man does business with the produce of the Shemitah year, hoping to profit thereby, in the end, Poverty will force him to sell his metal to him v'kelim. As it stated, In this Yobel year, you shall return each to his ancestral heritage. And next to this, the Torah states, When you shall make a sale to your fellow or make a purchase from the hand of your fellow. The words, the hand, imply the Pusik speaks of selling metal to him. And the juxtaposition of this to the preceding Pasuk teaches that one will be compressed to sell these objects because of his failure to observe the halachos of Shemitah. All right, so now we go to our Simmerdaf Mem, and our standard simon relates to Mayim, and we use a pool, a swimming pool. So here goes. The lifeguard who used a lula broom with Kedusha Shviz to sweep around the pool deck found monies with Kedusha Shviz, right next to a poor Shemitah violator who was trying to sell his metaltling to some of the pool guests. Once again, in slow motion. The lifeguard who used a lula broom with Kedusha Shviz to sweep around the pool deck. Pool? That must be run duff. Ma'am. The lifeguard who used a lula broom with Kedusha Shviz to sweep around the pool deck, which reminds us, the Gemara notes that the reason a lula may be purchased from an Amaars during Shemitah is because it's a product of the sixth year that entered the seventh, which implies, Hadashviz, Kadosh, that a lula that is a product of the seventh year has Kedusha Shviz. Why should this be so? A lulav is mere wood, not produce, and wood has no Kedusha Shviz. The Gemara answers that the Pasuk states the produce of the land during Shviz says, Lechem l'achla, for you to eat. Lechem dumya de l'achla. The larger uses permitted by Lechem must be similar to those of the phrase l'achla. This teaches that the uses are permitted are only Mishahan Aso Ubiiro Shava, those whose benefit coincides with the consumption of the produce. This would exclude wood from Kedusha Shviz, whose benefit comes after its consumption, meaning when it's already reduced to coals. A lulav's typical use as a broom has its benefit and consumption, meaning it gets worn down, at the same time making it subject to Kedusha Shviz.
So the lifeguard who used a lua broom with Kedusha Shviz to sweep around the pool deck found monies with Kedusha Shviz, which reminds me of a malchus regarding Kedusha Shviz attaching onto money. Rebbe said, Ein Shviz mischalelis ela derech mekach. Shemitah parties cannot be mischalelis, meaning a party's Kedusha to money or parties exchange for it except by way of purchase. Rebbe Yochanan said, Ben derech mekach, ben derech it can be imparted both by way of purchase and by way of chilul. Rashi explains that one would say this produce should be mechulalin onto these monies. The Gemara brings the respective psukim that support each position. So the lifeguard who used a lula broom with Kedusha Shviz to sweep around the pool deck found monies with Kedusha Shviz, right next to a poor Shemitah violator who was trying to sell his metaltalin to some of the pool guests. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks, what then does Rabbi Yochan do with the Pasuk, Mimkar, when you shall make a sale, and answers that he needs it for the source of the teaching of Rabbi Yossi Bar Chanina. For Rabbi Sattar, Rabbi Yossi Bar Chanina said, Come and see how harsh is the dust of the prohibition of Shviz. For a man does business with the produce of the Shemitah year, hoping to profit thereby, in the end, poverty will force him to sell his metaltalim bekelim. So once again, the lifeguard who used a lula broom with Kedusha Shviz to sweep around the pool deck found monies with Kedusha Shviz, right next to a poor Shemitah violator who was trying to sell his metaltalin to some of the pool guests. Alright, now it's time for a four-block back chazora. So the simmer.flamavav is a lula. So here it goes. The embarrassed merchant who sold 36 lulavim, 36 lulavim, that must be on Daf Lamavav, 36. The embarrassed merchant who sold 36 lulavim with what turned out to be Trefus Rogim, which reminds us, Rav inquired, What is the luck of the signs of a trefa appeared in an esrog? If its flesh is dissolved, but the inner pockets containing the seeds are intact. Perhaps in the case of a lung, where the bronchial tubes are still intact, since the external atmosphere doesn't impact on it, for the lung isn't closed within the body, that even though the flesh has dissolved, it can regenerate, and that's why the animal is not a trefa. But here in the case of the esrog, the external atmosphere does impact on it, and it inevitably rots once the flesh has dissolved, and since it doesn't regenerate, the esrog is puzzled. Or perhaps there is no difference between the lung and the esrog. The Gemara's attempt to resolve the question is not successful. So the embarrassed merchant who sold 36 lulavim with what turned out to be trefes rogim, replaced him with this rogim that looked like water wheels, which reminds us there was stayed in a brice puzzle. If one grew the esrog in a mold and it formed like another species, it's possible Rabbi said that they taught this only when one formed an esrog like another species. But if one shaped like its own form, it's kosher. The Gemara that's obvious, the Bryce is stipulated like another species, and answers that Rabbi's statement was necessary concerning a case where the esrog was fashioned with many planks, which refers to a mold that caused the esrog to grow in the shape of a water wheel, with numerous broad spokes emerging from a central core. Rabbi teaches that this is considered a normal form of esrog. So the embarrassed merchant who sold 36 lulavim with what turned out to be trefes rogim, replaced him with esrogim that looked like water wheels, and gave each person a free egged, from one of the dull meaning. Which reminds us, the next mission states, Rebuto holds, We may not bind the Lula bundle except with its own kind. Whereas Rebmer holds, We may bind it even with one thread. Rabbi says Rebuto's reasoning is that he holds that the Lula requires bundling with the other species as part of the mitzvah. Rashi explains that since the Eged is required, whatever is joined in the bundle, even as a wrapping, is considered an inherent part of the mitzvah. Therefore, if one uses a fifth material, he will violate a baltosif, the prohibition of adding to a mitzvah. Daf so the simmer Daf is laser tag. So here goes. The laser tag champ, laser tag champ, that must be more Daf Lamazayan. 
The laser tag champ hiding out in the sukkah with the doll meaning schach, which reminds us of the remember the whether the schach can be made of anything that grows from the ground, and it's not makabotuma, or it must come from the doll meaning. Rebuta brings the kavakomer for the mitzvah of luv. If the luv, which only applies by day, comes to the doll meaning, kavakomer to the sukkah, which applies in the day and the night, that it should come from the doll meaning. So they said to Rabbi Yehuda, any kavachomer that you advance with the intent to be more machmer, but whose end results in a kula, is not an admissible kavachomer. For according to you, if one cannot find schach in the dal meaning, he will not be able to fulfill the mitzvah. And the Pasuk says, Pasukas teshu shivas yamim, and sukkahs do shall dwell for seven days. So the laser tag champ hiding out in the sukkah with the dal meaning schach zapped his rival as he was sniffing a hadas. Which reminds the Gemara cites a number of Rabbah's rulings. Hadas shall mitzvah asul arichbo, esrog shall mitzvah mutal arichbo. Concerning the hadas that's designated for the mitzvah, it's forbidden to smell it on sukkahs, but concerning the esrog designated for the mitzvah, one is permitted to smell it on sukkahs. So what's the reason? With respect to hadas, which normally stands to be used for smelling, when one sets it aside for the mitzvah, he sets it aside from the use of smelling. And Rashi explains that the prohibition is derived through the analogy of the sukkah. The chal shem shemaim sukkah. The wood is consecrated for the mitzvah of sukkah and may not be used for other purposes. But with respect to the esrog, which normally stands to be used for eating, when one sets it aside for the mitzvah, he set it aside from the use of eating. But he didn't set it aside from the use of smelling. So the laser tag champ hiding out in the sukkah with the dalad meaning schach, zapped his rival as he was sniffing a hadas and kept the enemy team at bay by waving his laser gun back and forth. Which reminds us, the Gemara explains the symbolism of the waving the luv back and forth and up and down. is a double lach, and we use chicken soup. So here goes. When the host interrupted his chicken soup meal, chicken soup meal, that must mean we're on daf lamedches, a double lach. When the host interrupted his chicken soup meal, when he saw that his lulav had arrived, which reminds us, the Gemara presents a contradiction and states in the Mishnah that one takes the lulav at the table, which is to say that he must interrupt his meal in order to fulfill the mitzvah. But it states in the Mishnah and Shabbos that if one began his meal before davening mincha, a mapsikim is not required to interrupt his meal, but can finish and daven afterwards. Rosaf said there's no steer. The Mishnah in Shabbos refers to where there's enough time in the day to finish the meal and daven, whereas our Mishnah is dealing with when there's not enough time to finish and take the lulav. So when the host interrupted his chicken soup meal, when he saw that his lulav had arrived, he began reciting halal with haluka, upon which his guests responded in kind. Which reminds Gemara brings Ravu who said major halachas can be deduced from the current custom for the recitation of halal. Rashi explains that the custom in Ravu's time changed considerably from when halal was instituted by the Navim, as people became more proficient in reciting halal together with the Baal and the custom was to do it in unison, except in certain places. The first halacha of six that Ravu mentioned was that the Baal would recite the first word haluka, and the people respond haluka. The kancha mitzvah lanos haluka. From here, it can be inferred that it's a mitzvah to respond haluka at the beginning of halal. So, when the host interrupted his chicken soup meal, when he saw that his lulav had arrived, he began reciting halal with haluka, upon which his guests responded in kind, except for the man who was busy enjoying his matzah ball, who merely listened as his form of response. Which reminds us that the source for Shomei Ko'onah comes from the Pasuk that states that Yoshiyahu read from the Sefer when in fact he listened to Shafan reader. We see from here that Shomei Ko'onah. Daflamites, so the similar Daflamites is a letter. So here goes. When the letter, letter, that must be more on Daflamites. When the letter with the instructions to recite a bracha at the beginning of Hala arrived, which reminds us the Mishnah Daflamites Chesamad Av stated, where the Minhag with Hala is Levarach, Yavarach, to recite a bracha, one recites a bracha. By said, they taught that the manner of making a bracha is a Minhag only with regard to the one recited after Hala. 
But with regard to the bracha recited before Hallel, there's an actual chiv to recite the bracha. Rabbi Yudah said in the Mishmul, Kol HaMitzvah's Kulon Mavarach Alein Sun. Regarding all of the mitzvahs, one recites the bracha for them immediately before the performance. Gemara asks which pasik indicates the word over has the meaning of before and brings three sources. So when the letter with the instructions to recite a bracha at the beginning of Hala arrived, along with the Shemitah Lua package that came with an esrog as a present, which reminds the next mission states that if one purchases a Lua during Shemitah from an Amar Arts, he must give him the esrog as a gift because he's not permitted to purchase it from it during Shemitah. If the Amar Arts does not want to give him the esrog as a gift, Rav Huna said, He includes the cost of the esrog and the price of the Lua. Rashi explains they should raise the price of the Lua to the point where he can give the esrog as a gift. So when the letter with the instructions to recite a bracha at the beginning of Halal arrived, along with the Shemitah Lua package that came with an esrog as a present, the man made sure to pay the Amarts only enough to purchase three meals. Which reminds us, the Gemara questions why the mission forbids one to purchase an esrog outright and answers, Levisha ain't most to make Paris Shvi's Amarts because one is not permitted to give an Amarts money from the sale of Shemitah produce because he may use the money in a forbidden manner. Rashi explains that the Torah states that Shvi's produce is la'achla, below a for you to eat and not to do commerce. This does not prohibit the produce from being sold. Rather, it teaches that the money, like the produce for which it was received, must be consumed, meaning spent on food or similar items during Shemitah. Anama Arts is suspected of saving his money past this time. If one purchases his produce from him, then he'll be leading to sin. For Rasana Brisa, one is not permitted to give an Amarat's money from the sale of Shemitah produce above the cost of purchasing three meals. All right, so that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.